0: Welcome to another episode of Optimum Seven Surge Sessions, our weekly e-commerce, digital marketing, and technology podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Surge. This week, we're going to be talking about strategies to sell high-ticket items online for your e-commerce store. So many times we have potential clients come to us saying, I'm having a difficult time selling products online. We take a look at their site, and we see that they have a pretty high price point product, whether it be furniture um, or um, jewelry, we typically see that these individuals who have a price point, an average price point of over a thousand dollars, typically have a hard time selling on their e-commerce store. So, Carlo, why do you think that these e-commerce store owners are having such a hard time selling these high price point products?
1: Well, Joe, really it's all about the buyer's journey. This isn't going to be a purchase that somebody makes off of one click or the first time that they see your website. This is a a decision that they're going to be making over the course of a couple of days, weeks, even months in the case of uh, some of our B2B clients. So you have to think about keeping your user engaged beyond just the first time they reach your site. You have to think about the whole, about keeping them engaged and keeping your brand in in the forefront of their mind.
0: Absolutely. So what what Carlo is saying is that This isn't going to be an impulse buy. This isn't a low ticket item. This isn't, and many times it's not a necessity, right? So it's really important that you nurture, right? You nurture this individual from the first time that they come to your site to the time that they actually make that purchase. So throughout the consideration phase, it's extremely important that you make sure that you're in front of their face as many times as possible. So how do we do that? How do we ensure that we can actually engage with these users, following up with them, um, having multiple touch points with them throughout this buyer journey.
1: Right. Well, we spoke about it uh, a couple of weeks ago in one of our previous surges, which I'm sure we can add a link to below, but it's real. But this is where you want to utilize a retargeting, whether it's through your email nurture funnels. Like we, we spoke about Clavio before, especially for e-commerce clients. Clavio is a great software because you can segment your users. You can, it's a really data-driven e-commerce marketing platform. Even using more classic retargeting channels like Facebook, Instagram, Google Display Network is gonna make sure that your customer doesn't forget about you while they're making this decision.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, Carlo, you you nailed it right there. Those are really the the top priorities for these e-commerce store owners who are selling high ticket items. You need to have a nurture funnel set up in place for your email and you have to be doing retargeting, whether it be Facebook, Google, or both. Um, Like he said, this is gonna make sure that you stay on the forefront of this individual's mind and make sure that when they are ready to pull that trigger, they can easily access your website and go back. Um, Again, they're gonna be doing their homework. Uh, They're gonna be looking at other competitors. So you wanna make sure that your name is first on the top of their list uh, when when they come back and they're ready to make that purchase. And really the the best way to do that is through your retargeting via email or uh, like Carlos said, Facebook or, or Google ads networks. Um, so another thing that we see is, and, and this is typically, a, we see this a lot more on the B2B side, but this is sometimes the case on B2C, is that when I'm getting ready to purchase this high ticket item, the content on the site might not be enough to help me or to to answer all of my questions, to make me feel comfortable making that purchase, I might want to speak to a a human being. And we know that in some cases, the small to medium sized businesses might not have the resources to have someone on the phone ready to answer every single question. So what's another great solution uh, for these small to medium sized businesses?
1: Well, For me, it's all about when you're trying to move the conversation offline, you kind of want to have a couple of icebreakers or different bridge points that the that the customer can take. I think one that's really easy is the chat bot. You can create automated cadences to make sure that you can um, collect as much information from the client as needed before they actually hop on the phone. But the chatbot is like a it, it's it's an icebreaker. So a, a lot of times somebody's not ready to just pick up the phone and call, and have and having that in place will help smooth the conversation on.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And there's tons of different tools out there that you can use to set up these chatbots. Um, you know, one great thing about it is that you can set up these chatbots to be automated based off of a, a particular question. You can have an automated response. Um, So I would say just one thing to keep in mind is to try to humanize this as much as possible. Um, Users are very smart nowadays. They know when they're speaking to a robot. So uh, just try to be careful in in the way that you set it up. You definitely want to try to humanize it as much as possible. You're going to see a better response rate. Um, So yeah, chatbots is definitely one thing that, that you'd want to do. Um, and then again, if you do have the resources to take that communication online, uh, you, you have to make sure now that your sales team is ready um, or, or you know uh, whatever uh, department you're gonna have handling that, whether it be customer service or sales, uh, that they can actually handle that and that they have um, you know, the, the know-how and the expertise to take that lead, to take that question and to close it. We've experienced this issue many times where um you know we're driving tons and tons of leads or inquiries however the sales team just can't close the deal um and again you know you you have to look beyond your marketing efforts and you have to look at your internal operation and make sure that you have the tools in place before you even set up that marketing um, before you actually execute on that because if you don't have the your sales team trained to handle the types of questions or the volume that they're going to be getting from your marketing strategy you know you're just going to be throwing money away. So don't even get started with it unless you have that in place. So that's definitely number one there um, when it comes to taking that conversation on, offline. So we've already talked about nurturing and retargeting um, and the importance of staying on the forefront of the potential customer's mind uh, throughout that that consideration uh, part of the consumer journey. Um, you know, we talked about taking the communication offline because in some cases, especially in B2B, it's it's a necessity. Um, now, I want to talk about a, a technology aspect of this. Um, and really, there, there's two parts. Um, and I think one, uh, you know, you and I would kind of say, well, that's that's a given. But in some cases, it's really not. Uh, if your technology, if your website is not up to par, meaning not up to par with with today's standards of what a legitimate website should look and feel and operate as, um, it's going to be very difficult for you to sell a high ticket item online, right? So the consumer who's landing on your site, they are judging your credibility based off of the way that your website looks, the way that they can navigate through their website, um, the reviews, things of that nature. So step one is having your technology up to date. And that's just kind of a, a general rule of thumb. Right and um, and like I said before, Carlo and I, it's for us, it's it's a no-brainer. Um, however, we have seen that many times before in the past, where we have clients come, they're on an outdated platform, uh, a platform that they can't really scale on, and you know the user experience is terrible, and they're wondering why their sales from this decade don't compare to the sales they had last decade. It's because their site looked and felt like it was created in the past decade. So you know it's really. You know, um, important that you make sure that your site and your technology is up to date. Um, and then the second thing I wanted to touch base on is uh, more of a functionality, which is split payments or a layaway functionality. If you are selling a high ticket item, and again, this is primarily more for B2C, if you are selling a high ticket item, you need to have a, either a split payment where you can split the payment across multiple credit cards, or a layaway functionality where you can pay in you know, two, three, four installments. Um, we've seen a huge increase in, in conversions um, after a functionality like this has been implemented. And again, I believe that we have another surge where we talk specifically about split payments. We'll go ahead and throw a link in there as well. Um, so just to recap everything, selling high ticket items online, you need to have a nurture funnel. Uh, in place, you need to be executing retargeting on Google and Facebook. Um, You need to ensure that you have a team in-house or the resources um, to handle any type of lead or phone calls or requests that come in Um, and you need to make sure that your sales team is trained properly. And then the last thing is you need to make sure that your technology is up to date. You need to make sure that that price point is justified in the user's eyes based off of what they're seeing. Uh, on your website and the way that it functions, um, and then as well as having that up-to-date functionality, such as the split payment and the layaway functionality. Um, is there anything else, Carlo, that you'd like to add?
1: Um, another simple functionality that's worth looking into if you're selling a high price point item is just a request a quote button, and this touches again upon bridging that conversation and icebreaker, and then bringing that conversation online offline. Mm-hmm. And you'll be surprised how some of these functionalities that just seem pretty simple and there are out of the box solutions for you'd be, you'd be surprised at how much they could improve your sales.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, a lot of the things that we talked about now, definitely we were tailing it to e-commerce. Um, however, um, with the exception of possibly just the layaway functionality and, um, the split payments, everything that we mentioned is actually the same approach that a service-based business would be taking as well. Um, so Carlo and I have tons of experience. We have tons of clients that both sell B2B and B2C, which is why, you know, that request a quote functionality or taking that conversation offline, um, is something that we're very familiar with and how to optimize, but at the same time, the same goes for any type of lead, uh, gen business as well. So if you're a service-based business selling a high ticket item, if you're a e-commerce, business selling a high ticket item. Um, These are all strategies that you need to have in place now in 2020 and soon 2021, uh, if you wanna start scaling and you wanna be relevant in the near future. So that's all we have for today. Let us know if you have any questions and we'll talk to you guys next week. Thank you for listening to another episode of Optimum 7 Surge Sessions. Do you have a suggestion for a topic you'd like us to cover or simply have a question about one of the topics we have previously covered? Send us an email to info at Optimum7.com or visit our website www.Optimum7.com.